Get ready for the Dare to Be Free podcast that brings you the challenge to be free from the fears, traumas, and limited mindsets that keep us in bondage spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically. On this show, Tina Russell will be featuring other guests to help encourage you to be free no matter where you are right now. Join us and leave behind everything that is holding you back and walk into God's plan and purpose for your life. For Mark 8 verse 32 says, You shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Are you ready? Let's go. Well, I just want to say praise the Lord for his goodness, his love, his truth, his revelation, his power, his strength. You know, I don't know what you may be going through today, but I say rejoice in the Lord always. Rejoice. Rejoice even in the sufferings. Rejoice in the times where it seems like nothing is happening. Nothing is moving. God is always moving. He's always working. Come on, somebody. Amen. He's always working. Yes. And that's what I love about God is even in the midst of our sorrow at times that we may carry in life, mm -hmm. that sorrow truly can produce joy because the Bible literally tells us that it can. You know, he who sows in tears will come out in joy. Come wow. on, they will reap joy. Yeah. They will reap joy in the morning. Come on. So reality is, is sometimes the sorrow that we carry is really birthing something in us mm -hmm. and through us. We don't realize it at the time. And I'm not talking about the sorrow, you know, where the word states that there's a sorrow that literally produces death. Come on, within mm -hmm. ourselves. And we, we, you know, we get depressed. We get, you know, just filled with the disappointments and the cares of the world. And we just literally, you know, self-sabotage with, you know, just negative thinking or, you know, go back into uh, toxic relationships or, you know, uh, be, you know, addicted to food or addicted to drugs, addicted to, you know, your phone. Come on, somebody addicted to watching, you know, the latest Netflix series, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. But the reality is that you know, God wants us to come to that place of repentance where mm -hmm. we literally just cry out to him and we pour our soul out to him. Amen. We just pour our soul out and say, Lord, forgive me, Lord, for holding on to this sorrow in a negative way. Yeah. Help me, Lord, to use this sorrow to literally cry out to you yeah. for my deliverance, cry out to you for that shift, for that change, to birth that which you placed inside of me. Amen. And this morning, the Lord reminded me of Hannah. You know, in the book, in the first book of Samuel, it talks about the story of Hannah, who she was the wife, you know, of, um, uh, Elk, or I'm sorry, Elkanah. Mm -hmm. And he had another wife, though, as well, Penina, who had children. But Hannah could not conceive a child. Mm -hmm. She could not conceive a child. And so her husband, he was a good man and he would try to make it up to her. And at the times where, you know, uh, seasons when you would give your, your offerings and your sacrifice, he would give a double portion to Hannah mm -hmm. to try to quote, make her feel better mm -hmm. because she couldn't bear any children. Mm 
-hmm. But the reality is, is that did not satisfy her longing for that child. She wanted a child. Nothing made her happy. Nothing was going to make her happy until she seen the fulfillment of what God placed inside of her. Mm. She needed to see the hand of the Lord for herself. She was tired of seeing others get blessed with children. Come on, somebody. She was, I'm sure there was moments in her life where she was happy for them, but after years and, you know, a year passes, two year passes, three year, four year, five year, however long of that period of time, all of us have something in our life where we're like, when God win. And when it seems that it's taken so long, then we fall into the questioning of why God, why? Why am I here? Why is this happening to me? Mm. Why can I not have that child? Why can I not produce that dream? Mm -hmm. Why am I thinking of it if it's not from you? Yeah. Come on, somebody. Yeah. Or sometimes we try to get things outside of God's will or we try to obtain something, Mm -hmm. you know, in our own strength. And so it just reminds me, like I said, in first, the first book of Samuel, where Hannah was getting the double portion. Come on. Because her husband loved Hannah. But it says, although the Lord had closed her womb in verse five. The Lord closed her womb. Say, just for a season. Just for a season. (laughs) That's right, just for a season. And her rival also provoked her severely to make her miserable because the Lord had closed her womb. In other words, his other wife. Dang. It made her miserable. And she provoked her. Come on. I'm sure she, you know, obviously that means she, she, she rubbed it in her face. Maybe it was just a look. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was, look what I can have, but you can't mm. produce it. Look mm-hmm. what I can give him, but you can't. Wow. And so there was a, a severe jealousy that was taking place. Mm-hmm. And it goes on in verse 7, it says, So it was year by year when she went up to the house of the Lord that she provoked her. Therefore, she wept and did not eat. So as her husband is going up to give the offerings to praise God, to thank him for everything he's done, here is his other wife provoking her at the same time. Now, I don't know about you, but I know situations like that that has taken place in my life at the time where i'm seeking the lord at the time where i'm giving my all to the lord at the time where i'm 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 trying to press into the presence of god i'm trying to do the will of god but there's some things that are not moving in my life there are some there are some things that are that god has placed in me but it seems like my womb is closed up Mm. it seems like you know no matter what i do i can't produce something but yet i've got to believe that something is growing inside of me amen and so I want to say to you that that sorrow sometimes is that seed that is producing that joy mm-hmm. inside Amen. of you. Amen. And it goes on in verse 8, and it says that Elkanah, her husband, Elkanah, I'm sorry, her husband said to her, Hannah, why do you weep? Why do you not eat? And why is your heart grieved? Am I not better to you than ten sons? Dang. See, he knew 
why she was upset. But he, the man, could not produce the promise that only God could produce in her life. Come on. <laughs> and he's like, you know, am I not enough? Look at what I do for you. I love you. First of all, you have my affection, and I love you. He's stating a claim that I love you more than this woman, even though she can produce children. I'm giving you a double portion. I should be, I should be it. I'm the man. I can give you it all. You should be happy. <laughs> Look what you got. But yet inside, you're not happy. Mm-hmm. Because there was something that was within her heart that she wanted to see God do for her personally. Mm-hmm. So it says in verse 9, it says, So Hannah arose after they had finished eating and drinking in, in Shiloh. Now Eli the priest was sitting on the seat by the doorpost of the tabernacle of the Lord. And she was in the bitterness of her soul and prayed to the Lord and wept in anguish. Then she made a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if you will indeed look on the affliction of your maidservant and remember me and not forget your maidservant, but will give your maidservant a male child, then I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life and no razor shall come upon his head. So here she sits and she's in the bitterness of her soul, prayed to the Lord and wept in anguish. And I want to suppose to you that, you know, there are times where you got to be on that threshing floor and you're just crying out to God in the anguish of your soul and saying, Lord, you know, you know, we've all done it. Lord, if you do this, mm-hmm. I'll do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Come on. But that's not my point here. My mm-hmm. point is, is crying out to the Lord to show that God is faithful. No matter how long it may seem that your womb has been closed. Mm-hmm. Come on. And in verse 12, it says, And it happened as she continued praying before the Lord that Eli watched her. So the priest was watching her. Dang. Now Hannah spoke in her heart. Only her lips moved, but her voice was not heard. So he's watching her, and her mouth is moving. But he couldn't hear because she really wasn't saying nothing. Her mouth was moving. This was things in her heart. Her heart. So never think that God does not overlook the things in your heart. Now Hannah spoke in her heart. Only her lips moved, but her voice was not heard. Therefore, Eli thought she was drunk. So Eli said to her, how long will you be drunk? Put your wine away from you. (laughs) But Hannah answered and said, no, my Lord, I am a woman of a sorrowful spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor intoxicating drink but have poured out my soul before the Lord. Do not consider your maidservant a wicked woman, for out of the abundance of my complaint and my grief, I have, I have spoken until now. Then Eli answered and said, Go in peace, and the God of Israel grant your petition which you have asked him. And she said, Let your maidservant find favor in your sight. So the woman went her way and ate. And her face was no longer sad. I love that. Her face was no longer sad. Mm-hmm. What took place here? What took place was the fact that, the, that her weeping and her anguish and even in the bitterness of her soul. The Bible says she's bitter. You can't say, you know, she wasn't bitter. No, she was bitter. She yeah. was bitter at her circumstances. Yeah. But God wanted to make her better. 
And yeah. how did God make her better? God, God brought her to the point where, are you going to cry out to me now? Are you going to pour out your soul now? Are you going to get real with me now? Are you going to get real with what you want to birth through your womb instead of seeing, watching others birth forth what they birth forth through their womb? Come on, somebody. Everybody, every woman is a Hannah at some point in time in their life. Mm -hmm. And God is saying, this is the time of birthing. This is the time where I don't want your face to be sad. This is the time when, when you cry out to me and, and, and when you release the bitterness out of your soul, I'm going to make you feel better because what I'm about to do in and through you. Amen. Now I can. You've got to remove that sorrow in your heart so that there can be a capacity, once again, of faith yeah. and trust in me. And so when that conversation began between Hannah and the priest, Eli, come on. And she stands up. She says, no, 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 no. You don't understand who I am. No, you don't understand. Do not place me in the category of the wicked just because I'm sorrowful and bitter at the moment. Yeah. Whew, come on. Don't place me in the category of I'm wicked because of my behavior right now. Uh -huh. Because it's just because I have a sorrowful spirit because I feel that my womb has been closed. Mm -hmm. But God says that when you, when you release the sorrow to him, when you cry out to him, come on. God, as he showed through the priests, Eli answered and said back to her, go in peace and the God of Israel grant your petition. See, it was the bitterness of her soul that was blocking, come on, blocking the blessing. It was the bitterness that she had to release to God. She had to say enough is enough. I can't handle it anymore. Lord, all of these times that I have seen, you know, his, you know, my husband's other wife keep producing seed over and over and over and over i can't handle it anymore god lord if you did it for her you'll do it for me because god you're not a god that is a respecter of no one you're a god that is faithful to all mm. come on somebody amen and so in the time of her bitterness was a time of her birthing mm. it was a time where she laid on the floor and she cried out to god it was a time that she finally released. Come on. She finally stopped acting like she was okay. She finally said, you know what? It's not about even what my husband can give to me. Come on. That I should be content with. Because I'm not going to be content. And I'm not going to compromise what God has already told me and gave me the desire that said is mine. I'm not going to compromise and I'm not going to be content with offerings come on somebody mm -hmm. of what you know even my husband and his good intentions towards me can 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 ever satisfy and so God says in the season that this is a season where God says agree now we can come into agreement so that conversation between the priest and Hannah was an agreement that was made in the spirit it was an agreement that was made come on and says, okay, now you can go in peace because you released. You can go in peace because you released. You released the bitterness so that I can bless you now. Come on, you released it so now I can bless you. Mm -hmm. 
So God wants us to literally understand that that the, the bitterness of our soul at times, it can produce the promise. It's to be used to produce the promise. We're not to sit in sorrow and shame and blame, and it's never going to happen. And look at the way you act now. Look at the way you look now. Come on, all of these circumstances. Look at what the trauma has done to you. Now you're defined by your weight. Now you're defined by your season. Now you're defined by your past. Now you're defined by your attitude. Come on. God says, no, take all of that sorrow. Come on, take all of that, that bitterness in your soul and release it mm -hmm. at my feet. And when you do that, God says that he will cause the barrenness in you to break forth. Amen. As it says in Isaiah 54, it says, Sing, O barren woman, sing, O barren, you who have not born. What is it that you have not born yet? What is it? Break forth into singing and cry aloud. You who have not labored with child. Come on. Whether that be a, a, a physical child, natural child, come on, in the natural, or something that God's placed inside of your heart. For more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married woman, says the Lord. More. God says, more are the children of the desolate than that of the married woman. In other words, God deposits many things in our womb of our spirit. In the womb of our spirit, God deposits so many things. That's why you can't look at it as just like one big thing and only one thing I should do in my life and it should only be this. No, God gives us seeds to birth forth in the earth so that others can enjoy mm -hmm. and others can benefit from. Yeah. And it says, and it goes on and it says, enlarge the place of your tent and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare, lengthen your cords and strengthen your, your stakes. For you shall expand to the right and to the left and your descendants will inherit the nations and make the desolate cities inhabited. Whew. Do you understand the descendants that will come from the promise? Amen. Come on. You've got to dedicate that thing to the Lord. You got to say, Lord, when you when when that comes forth. Amen. That's the next phase. When it comes forth. It's not if, it's when it comes forth. You're going to dedicate it to the Lord. This is the Lord's. This is the Lord's doing. This is not my own doing. This is the Lord's doing, not Amen. my own. This is the Lord's. And give him all the glory and all the praise. So whatever that is, whatever that is in your heart, whatever that is in your womb, you need to realize such a time as this. Yes, it may be a season where God shut up your womb, but it's only a season because it wasn't the timing. Yes. But God says, when you start to feel that bitterness, when you start to feel so such an anguish in your soul, when you start to feel like, you know what, I don't want to do this, I want to do that. I, want, I, I, I feel that I'm called to more. I know I'm called to more. I know what God said. Then that's when God says, I want you to cry out. I want you to release all that because the bitterness is blocking your blessing. Yes. So Father, I thank you, Lord, that whoever is listening, at the sound of my voice, Lord, that they will be charged in the spirit Lord, they'll be charged through the word of God that was released today to release the bitterness of their soul, to weep, Father God, to weep 
to cry out to you. God, and to literally release the bitterness so that they, Lord, they can see the promises that you have for them. And God, I thank you, Lord, that whatever that promise is, Lord, that they'll be dedicated to you. Lord, that it'll be served to bring you glory, to bring you praise, and to bring you honor all the days of their life. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you for listening to the Dare to Be Free podcast. We hope you are empowered to step out into freedom and encouraged by his living and active word. If you are blessed by this podcast, feel free to share with everyone you know so they too can be blessed and have the courage to dare to be free. If you feel led to make a donation to help us broadcast our ministry to more listeners, visit our website at daretobefree.org slash donate. That's dare, number two, letter B, free.org slash donate. So you can follow instructions on ways to give. We believe and stand on his promises to produce some 30, 60, or 100 fold in your finances. His word never returns void, but will accomplish what it's sent out to do for you. To contact us, visit our website at daretobefree.org. That's dare, number two, letter B, free.org. Or follow us on Facebook or Instagram at daretobefreeofficial. We are all about discovering who you are in Christ, learning how to walk out of traumatic experiences, and leaving the past behind to walk into God's purpose and plan for your life.